CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 50, the big five zero. So today we're going to touch on like why this is the most rewarding job. Yes. And it came up in conversation last night because I had a nutrition. You had a moment. I had a moment earlier that day. Yeah. Greg had a moment last week Yeah, or earlier this week. Mm -hmm. So why is it the most rewarding job you've ever had? One is assuming your pizza days and your Quizno sub days weren't as rewarding as this. Why is this the most rewarding? That's a hard question. Like, I don't think I can give like one reason why, but like some days this doesn't feel like work Mm -hmm. as we're like sitting at a desk nine to five. Oh, I gotta go to work. Like I would just hate to get up in the morning and feel that way where you're just pounding on a keyboard and for what purpose? Yeah. Just cause that's your job. That's your job. Yeah. Yeah. Like that doesn't compute in my mind just because of this experience that I've had for 10 years. I think because, and not to say that somebody with an office job or whatever they do doesn't have purpose. Yeah, absolutely. I think this just has a further reaching deeper purpose. Like there's so many levels that make it rewarding. Yeah. You know, just like on the outside, when they achieve a new skill or they lift a big weight or whatever, but like, Mm -hmm. then you see the mental wins come and then you see the wins carry over into their real life. They're mm-hmm. getting promotions. They're maybe getting out of shitty relationships or whatever. Like, you know, they're mm-hmm. just, it's has so many different layers, layers of the onion, as I always say, just to like how rewarding it can be. And sometimes that feels overwhelming. Yes. And I would say like overwhelming in a good way because, you know, you just, you care so much and to see these people excel at all different types of things. Like, how do you not feel good about that? Mm-hmm. what okay so let's kind of like break them down because you kind of just did in terms of like the layers of like yeah. being having it being rewarding for us as coaches and what we do here in the gym so like there's the wins in class like getting your first muscle up or setting a pr or getting your first pull up like what kind of rewarding feeling does that bring to you have you ever seen me coach somebody trying to get their first pull up yeah, you jump. Yeah, you're a jumper. No, no, I'm not, like you're teaching them the kit. Yeah, and when they get real close, and I'm just like oh, moving, moving back them. and forth, yes. like I'm standing there. And yeah, I'm, like it's like you know, you're a Mario coach, Mario Kart driver with the Xbox just control, and you're just like you're actually moving. I like get so into it. I'm yeah. moving with them, and then they get that pull up, and you just can't help but I mean, I can't erupt with excitement because you like you personally know what that moment feels like and how much triumph you felt maybe the first time you hit a thing. And now this person, you know, and you add the extra layers to it, like maybe they didn't think they could, or it's been a really long time coming, or they haven't ever held onto the pull-up bar, you know, like Mm -hmm. things like that, Mm -hmm. like that just amplifies it even more. And like, how can you not help but go Mia Hamm over moments like that? (laughs) I think it's interesting too, because even just between you and I, we have very different ways of celebrating those successes because <laughs> I'm not going to be jumping around and screaming and 
and woohooing. Like, I will have my ways of celebrating, but they look very different than yours. And what do they look like? I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'm a jumper and like fists in the air like you are. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to pay attention to that. I remember one time, like back when I first started, like my first open and I was trying to get that heavy clean, that like 95 pound clean and I got it and I just put the bar down and like, I didn't celebrate. <laughs> there was like There's literally zero, zero nothing. I just dropped the bar and I was like, okay, cool. That, that got done. And <laughs> you, you were celebrating and I was like, no, I had nothing. I don't know. Maybe that's an area of my coaching I need to work on. Better celebrations when people get better. I would say that's like one way is just like me getting ecstatic about it. But then turning around and announcing it to the class. Yes, that's always exciting. Is just like, hey, so-and-so just deadlifted this and it's this much of a PR and whatever it might be. And then the whole class erupts, like then the atmosphere just, oh, it's yeah. so electric. Like sure. that is so fun. And how can you not feel like a rock star in that moment? You yeah. know, I know some people get a little shy and whatever, yeah. they don't want the spotlight, but like you deserve that spotlight. Own that shit. Well, I think it's cool now, even that we've got more PT people working and yeah. we take the time to celebrate those with the class. And like, we just stop the class and you'll yell, Hey, so-and-so just peered their deadlift by 70 pounds. And the whole class celebrates. They don't might not know who this person is, but this is just the community and the way of life that we have created here, that when somebody hits a PR, they get celebrated regardless of who they are, if you know them or anything like that. Yeah, and it's just, it's like, cause it's a shared experience, right? Like they all know what a deadlift is. They all know what a heavy deadlift feels yeah. like. And they all know what a PR feels like. Like regardless if that was 95 pounds or 300 pounds, yeah. it doesn't matter. No. Like, so yeah. yeah, and the fact that they're separate from the class and doing their own thing has absolutely nothing to do with that. And mm -hmm. arguably to me, that makes the moment even more special oh, because now you've taken this one person and involved them in with 15 other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about like nutrition wins? I would say, I would classify these as like mental wins mm -hmm. because yeah. nutrition is like all about forming new habits. And yeah. a lot of that is just behavioral change. Right. Yeah. So when you see things happen in real life, like outside of this, maybe this little conversation that you're having with your clients, setting up new goals and stuff, and they come back, couple weeks later and they're like, Hey, this happened and here's what I did. And look at how successful I am because of it. Like those, when you see them actually playing those habits out and maybe they don't even think about it, like that's huge. Mm -hmm. And that's almost at times feels way more like carries more weight than a pull-up PR or a mm -hmm. deadlift PR, you know? Well, I think it carries more weight, even what like the scale might say too. Yep. Right. Cause we know that having those wins and being consistent with them set them up down the road super long term and like i maybe i get a little bit attached to it because you know i'm sitting here with them and their nsi and i hear their story right from the beginning i know how much they want to change and you know some people sit here and they're in tears while they're telling me why this is important to them mm -hmm. so when you go through that nutrition program and you have that in-body scan and you see those results jumping and going Mia Ham in the office is not, no. not really the most appropriate time for something like that. But like, yeah. it's celebrated a little bit differently because, you know, there's that emotional side of it. I can yeah. understand why these results on this piece of paper mean so much to you because I saw where you came from, yeah. you know? And I also think we do a great job of celebrating not only like those numerical results, like weight loss and all of that and muscle gain, but we also acknowledge and celebrate and i and i tend to do it even more with those habits that have created 
Because totally. I think they just carry so much weight in terms of people's success long term. Yeah. Like I had a client who was struggling to eat lunch, like mm-hmm. would just get busy on the farm, just doing all types of things and not really thinking about lunch. And I mean, that sets off a lot of red flags for other things when you're skipping a simple meal like that. Yeah. And next thing you know, after weeks of practicing it, it just became a thing that like no longer needed to be tracked or reminded or nothing like Hey, did you eat lunch? And yeah, I didn't even think about it. And oh yeah, I did all week. Like what a win. That's huge. Um, and I think nutrition and mindset stuff, when it starts to bleed into their family's lives and into their coworkers, I had a nutrition client whose coworkers were just making these better choices, not because she was talking about them or forcing it upon them. It just kind of like, through osmosis, they are now doing these things. And her family are also doing these things, which I always think is super cool. And I like that these kinds of wins hold more weight because they're not as obvious. You know, a pull-up PR is pretty obvious, but like the person sitting in front of me might not even notice these things or like be aware of them Mm -hmm. until I point them out and like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. And just that like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like celebrating those just cause they're a little more subliminal and sometimes just needs to be shown on them. And I think that's why having a coach is super important oh, absolutely. to point those things yeah. out because you're not going to ask yourself, well, is it better than a month ago? Is it better than two months ago, three months ago, better than last year where I was at this point. But when we do take the time to look back and see the progress and, and seeing that change that 1% better, I think it, is a huge win. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of like how you said, like it bleeds into other things. Mm-hmm. I think like when we talk vision and mission, we've done this a lot and like it's to enhance the quality of lives of our members. Mm-hmm. So when you start to see the work that they do in here, both physically and mentally bleed out into their real life for the other 168 hours they spend in their week outside of the gym, those are the things that pump me up. Like those are the things that make me feel mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I love when somebody tells me like, I decided to quit my job because I know that this isn't for me. Like, do you think that you would have done that prior? And I'm not saying that the gym is the single sole cause of that. It's just, you've had lots of opportunities to build your confidence. And when you see that confidence bleed out into other things, Mm -hmm. you start to take control of other situations. Like that makes me feel really good. I love seeing those things. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah. And we just had an instance like, one of our master's members is deciding to come kayaking with us on the weekend. And that's a confidence thing. I asked her, I said, would you have tried this like a year ago? She's like, Oh no way. But like, she now has confidence to come and do this with us to try something new to get out of her comfort zone, which is so fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. What other ways do we help people or get to celebrate progress and how it's rewarding? Do you think? (laughs) I like things like sleep. Oh yeah, that's a good one. When they tell me that again too, they sit in front of me, they say, I don't have any energy. I'm not sleeping very well. Mm-hmm. And then you check in with them three months after they began. Hey, how did you, how are those things going that you told me that, you know, we're a little lower down. I sleep through the night. I get up. I'm well rested. I have so much energy throughout the day. I come rock my workout, do whatever with the kids. And then I'm right back to bed and I sleep through the night. Like mm-hmm. again, just coming back to we're helping them improve the quality of their lives. And at the end of the day, that's why I do what I do. Yeah. I don't know why you do it, but that's my why. Mm-hmm. Is that if I can get people moving better, living their purpose more intently, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's just what I want. I want to mm-hmm. make, I want to help you make your moments count. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Um, I think we also have um, an awesome setup to have those rewarding moments with kids. I was going to say, yeah. And families, in, for instance. I think one of them was really cool when I had our kids program running earlier in the spring. All of the kids had parents who came here, all moms actually, which was really, really cool just to see how that is playing a role in their lives and just seeing the confidence in kids change and hearing parents say like, my daughter needs to be here because I know how this is going to help her. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. And like, and just peer to peer, like the kids, the way that you run yes. the class and yes. set those moments up for the kids oh, for sure. so that when they do succeed, the kids are now involved in celebrating each other Yeah, and it's not just us always celebrating. Yeah. So it's even rewarding to see that yeah. the way the kids like gel and mesh together and lift each other up because here they might be at school where they tear each other down, you know, bullying, whatever, yeah. but they come here and everyone's united here and everyone's on the same front and doing the same thing for the same reasons. Yeah. And that's a, that's cool to watch as a bystander, mm-hmm. you know, not mm-hmm. even as a coach, but just, yeah. just because I know what's, yeah. what's happening. Yeah. That's cool to watch. Yeah. And just to see like their confidence shift and yeah. all of that. And, and, and again, similar to our masters or anybody, for instance, having the ability to try something new and try hard things outside of the gym. Like we can encourage and foster that in the gym, but to to then go see them do it in real life is really cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What else you got? Um, Rewarding parts of the job. I think just like overall, and, and I mean, arguably this can go the opposite way too. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately in the last week. I'm not sure why, but Oh, I know why, but (laughs) it's, and I've said this before, just because we care so much about helping improve that quality of life for our members, like we're so invested in that vision. It means that sometimes we take on a lot of whatever our clients are carrying Mm -hmm. and us as individuals, you know, and when I say it can go the opposite way, like it takes a lot of proper mental preparation on our part. because I'm human too at the end of the day, right? Like I'm super invested in my job and these people and everything, but like I still have to go home and deal with my own stuff and be a human being and and do that stuff too. So when we're feeling like that, and sometimes it gets really easy to get caught up in that, you know, for whatever reason, just it gets really heavy one week rather than another week. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, you've got this client who might be struggling and you know, for whatever particular reason, like, I'm just, okay, I'm just going to be honest. I'll tell a little transparent story here is like, that's how I have been feeling the last little week. And then I had a hard day, lots of, lots of client issues, just Mm -hmm. client customer service issues, whatever. It's just part of it, part of my job. And one of my clients had lost their best friend and was a young person, was only 18 years old, lost their best friend in a car accident came in doing everything I can to make this person have the best hour of their day. Cause that's simply what they need. Pretty much just like trying to prevent them from crying for this entire hour. Like, Holy crap, that sucks. That's heavy, man. I got to deal with that. And then this client has a super, super successful moment with me with a lift that they were working on and a goal that they thought was like, a year away. Mm-hmm. And I just like, didn't tell them what was going on in the bar. Just, you know, you just do your thing. I'm, I'm going to take care of all this stuff. You yeah. just walk up and do what you need to do. And before you know it experienced like this super dramatic, successful moment. And like, I turned around to them and I said, you know what, that made my day. Like just seeing how they reacted and the fact that they could 
surpassed their expectations and stuff. And I said, like, that made my day. And they turned around to me and they said, that made my day too. That made my week. And I was like, in that moment, that was exactly yeah. what I wanted to hear because yeah. I know that what this person had gone through was so incredibly, you know, we, nobody wants to have to go through something like that. Yeah. And just that one little moment like that was incredibly powerful enough to turn their entire week around. Yeah. So that was a cool little moment that I had. And I guess that's kind of like the start of what sparked this conversation between mm -hmm. you and I that we wanted to talk about this. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too how... Like, how did that change where you were at having been bogged down by? I forgot about it all. Yeah. Because none of it really mattered. Yeah. Because all that mattered in that moment was that hour with this person. Yeah. And the difference in how they walked in the door and how they walked out, that makes it all worth it. Yeah. Like, yeah, the rest of it is shit and sucks and whatever. It's just part of the job. Yeah. But we can just keep going through it and run for those moments. I'm on board. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And that just goes back to like, I'm so invested in what you're doing and what you need and, and all this stuff. And mm -hmm. it's interesting. Like we work hard to make it the best hour of our client's day, but some days it turns around. Yeah, it does. Hard. Yeah. yeah. But, and you know what, and there's been times where we work really hard to not show it too, yeah. right? Because it's not about us. It's about them. There's times where we're pretty close with our clients, you know, they share mm -hmm. that bond with us the same way that we share it with them. Yeah. And they say the same thing, like, hey, what do you need right now? Yeah. yeah. Like this person might be coming in for a, a half an hour PT session yeah. and turn around and say to me, what do you need? Right? Like, what do you need to do right now? Mm -hmm. Hey, cool. Let's, look. Let's look. go walk through the nature show because that's what I need right now. Yeah. And they're on board. Yeah. We got cool people here. Yeah. Very cool. So. Just feels warm and fuzzy now. <laughs> And you know what? I've been doing this a long time. Mm -hmm. And the interesting part about it is I think as I got more mature mm -hmm. about my role and my job and the people we were working with, the culture, like all of it, as the layers and my own immaturity in, like grew. Your own maturity, not immaturity. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> grew. The things that I maybe once celebrated at the beginning in year one interesting. Yeah. are a lot more intricate now in year 10. So when I look back at, you know, I, I was just not mentally mature enough to maybe understand or celebrate different things in the way that we do now. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a cool way to look back at it now also. And I'm sure you would agree that the things you celebrate now have much more value. Yeah. Because the things I was celebrating in year one was your first pull up, your deadlift PR, your this and that, the obvious things. Right. And that's, I mean, I was 19. I was unable to see mm -hmm. past that top layer of the onion. Mm -hmm. And now that we're 10 years down, like it's, it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I've seen a lot over 10 years. I've had a lot of moments. Yeah. Even yeah. you in what, two or three years, you know? Yeah. A lot of moments. And sometimes you remember, well, you probably remember them all better than I remember all of mine, but there'll be just like times where something will happen and then it flashes back to like a similar thing with another person from like years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or there's like those top five that I will just like never forget. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's pretty, I don't want to say it's pretty easy to get up and keep doing this because sometimes it's hard. I mean, yeah. we're human beings, right? Yeah. Like I said, we carry it pretty heavily sometimes, but like the same time too, I would never do anything else. Like I wouldn't put myself in another shoes in another job. Like I, there's no way I could be a nine to five admin type of thing. No, 
you couldn't. That would not be rewarding for me. And that's fine. I, there are people that can do that. And that's awesome. The world needs those people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, this is the best job and I'm a little bit biased. Yeah. It's a good job. Are you, I feel like you're waiting for me to agree. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree or else I wouldn't be here. <laughs> and I have had other jobs. I have had the nine to five job and yet here we are. <laughs> okay. That's a good way to celebrate I episode think, 50. I think so too. Just like looking back at all the good moments and like why this is one of the best jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 50. Okay. As always, maybe this time share with us a moment that you might have experienced with one of our coaches that sticks with you as something that's really rewarding. Maybe you have some comments about why this is a rewarding experience for you or just something along those notes. If you want to hear your feedback, if you have any questions for us about maybe why we do this or the deeper you know, layers underneath, happy to chat with you. So just follow our social, send us a message. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know where to email us. As always, episode 50. Episode 50, the best job in the world.